Chapter 23, George. So here I am again in Principal Klein's tiny office. This time, Lily sits next to me. Mrs. Frank brought in a folding chair for Lily to sit on, and there is barely room for us across from our principal's desk. Our knees bump each other. Principal Klein's face is as red as a fire engine, and I wouldn't be all that surprised to hear a fire alarm ring out of his nose. He does not sit, but paces in a small space behind his deck. Two steps one way and two steps back. Back and forth, back and forth. As he talks, his hands, his incredibly large hands, ball into fists and continually punch the air. I have never, in all my years as principal, seen such horrible, terrible, and irresponsible behavior, he rants. Poor sportsmanship, a total disregard for decency and rules. I am ashamed, yes, ashamed to be your principal. My team had nothing to do with this, says Lily. It was all George. Quiet, bellows Principal Klein. Not a word from either of you. Yes, sir, I say, and I guess that counts as a word from one of us because Principal Klein glares at me and holds his finger up as if warning me that one more time and I will be in even more boatloads of trouble than I already am. I keep quiet. Our principal continues his small step pacing. Spirit Week is about teamwork and caring and doing our best. Fist bunch. This is an embarrassment to me, the fifth grade, and to the entire school. Two more fist punches. You've left me no choice. None. Spirit Week is over. Three more fist punches, followed by a sort of karate chap. No more contests. No more events. No more fun. Instead, the entire fifth grade will serve detention after school today. Mrs. Frank will be calling all of your parents. He jets his fist straight up in the air and then points directly at me. And George, I am especially disappointed in you. I open my mouth to proclaim my innocence, but I've already been warned to keep quiet, so I close my mouth and say nothing as our principal continues. George, I warned you there would be consequences. It seems obvious that Team Blue committed this horrendous act. I am suspending you from school, effective immediately. My jaw drops open. Even though we are forbidden from speaking, my voice flows out of my throat before I can stop it. But, sir, I had nothing to do with it. Honestly, sir, please, you can't suspend me. Principal Klein, who looks even angrier than Lily did when I beat her at tic-tac-toe the other week, ruining her streak of 228 wins in a row, although I lost a lot of them on purpose to keep her streak going, stops pacing and stares at me, and stares, and stares, and after about 20 seconds of staring, the veins in his neck ebb just ever so slightly. His face turns a less vibrant shade of red. I swear I didn't know, I gulp. I hear you were missing from class this morning, and you weren't on stage during Team Blue's costume presentation, and then you appeared and yelled something right before it happened, didn't you? He asks, his voice still tinged with anger. It sounded like egg salad. It seems strange, in fact. It seems impossible that you would just yell out the words egg salad for no reason. He has a point, but I have a witness, except I can't tell him that because then Principal Klein will want to know how I got trapped in the closet. I gulp and instead say, well, uh, I left part of my costume at home, so then I had to run home and then run back, and then I went the wrong way, so I was late. I feel my face turn red, but I keep talking. When I got to the auditorium, I saw blankets with egg salad up on the rafters. I noticed they were about to fall. I wanted to warn everyone. You could see blankets from all the way in the back of the auditorium? I nod. He leans over his desk and stares at me, as if willing my thoughts to jump out of my head and land on the table, which is cluttered with pens. I really, really want to put the pens back in his pen jar. And you could see these blankets were filled with egg salad, he asks. How is that possible? 
I take a deep breath. If I tell him the truth, then I'm a snitch, and I'll have to hide in the halls every time I see Brian or Seth. But if I don't say anything, then I might be expelled. I bite my lip. I fidget. I told my mom I could handle this. No one is going to help me. I should just tattle. I hate being team captain. But it's not all Brian and Seth's fault. Not entirely. I told Brian I was with him 100%. What did I think I was planning to do? Did I think he was going to bake smiley face cookies for everyone to eat? Of course he wasn't. He was going to do something terrible, and I told him to go ahead and do it. Even if I spoke up in the end, I didn't speak up soon enough. That makes me sort of guilty, but not really guilty and not guilty enough to be suspended, I think. I should get extra bonus points for organizing their food storage closet at the very least. I looked down at my goldfish pin. I didn't want to be our team captain, but I volunteered, and here I am and have to handle this. I take a deep breath. I wonder if I should ask for a lawyer. I put my knees together to stop them from knocking. I had nothing to do with it, sir, I mumble. That's all I can think of saying. Then who did, asked Principal Klein. I bow my head in shame and worry. I keep quiet. Principal Klein turns to Lily. I'm sure she's been enjoying every moment watching me squirm. What do you think, Lily? Did George have anything to do with the incident? Lily opens her mouth to speak, and I can tell from the slight curl in her mouth that she's going to tell her principal that I'm the sort of person who enjoys hiding hot egg salad in blankets. But then she looks at me, and her small mouth curl uncurls. Her eyes dash back and forth, and I can tell she's thinking. Her expression turns serious, and she shakes her head. No, sir, I can't imagine George would do that sort of thing, ever. My heart, which had been pounding in my chest, quiets a little. I flash her a grateful smile. Of course I would never hatch such a scheme, and of course Lily would know that. So you see, sir, you can't cancel Spirit Week. She continues, I know a few bad eggs have been ruining things at the mention of eggs. Our principal's face drops. Sorry, she mumbles. But you can't cancel Spirit Week. We've all been trying so hard, and most of us played by the rules. I mean, you can't punish everyone just because of a few bad eggs. I mean, um, apples, some bad apples. Principal Klein frowns, but he doesn't interrupt her. And what about the free trip to Disney World we're all going to win? You probably can't get that money back. Principal Klein looks confused. Disney World? The prize. The special prize. Says Lily. I heard it might be Disney World. Principal Klein shakes his head. No, it's not that. Please, sir, I add. Lily is right. You can't cancel the entire week because of a troublemaker here or there. And I swear I didn't know a thing. I smelled eggs and I saw the blankets and, well, I just figured it out. I smelled eggs too, sir, said Lily, and so did Aisha. You can ask her. We'll be good, I promise. I'll make sure of it. And so will Lily. Both of our teams will play fair with no more trouble. We swear it. Lily nods her head. We'll all be on our best behavior, sir. Principal Klein, who had resumed his pacing and is now panting a little from walking back and forth so much, stops and sits down on his leather seat. He spreads his messy pens across his desk so they are even messier. I grit my teeth and refuse to let myself put the pens back in their jar, even though I really want to. I will lift George's suspension, he says, and I breathe a deep sigh of relief. I can't prove he was responsible, but I suspect he's not being totally honest. He glares at me, but it feels like a giant weight has been lifted from my shoulders. But I will find out who is responsible for the mess in the auditorium, and that person or persons will be punished. I gulp, and Principal Klein continues. However, I'm not reversing the rest of it. Spirit Week is canceled, and the entire fifth grade will serve detention after school today. But I begin and am interrupted by Lily. What about the prize, she asks. Our principal responds with a deep frown. I think there are more important things you should be thinking about right now, like sportsmanship and responsibility. 
we are dismissed from the office and walk past Mrs. Frank's desk. The school secretary frowns at us. Her eyes linger on me. The entire school probably thinks I'm responsible for today's egg salad incident. I'm relieved that I'm not suspended, but I know I needed to stand up to Brian and Seth. I still need to do something. I just wish they weren't so much bigger than me. As we walk out of the office, I hear our principal say to Mrs. Frank behind us, All this trouble reminds me. Did you get me that egg salad recipe? Egg salad is one of my favorite foods, you know. Lily shivers. I know how much she dislikes egg salad. After we open the office door and step into the hallway, I turn to Lily. Thanks for sticking up for me. For a moment, I think we might be friends again. But Lily's face is not friendly. When she speaks, she spits slightly, so I have to step back to avoid spittle. The only reason I spoke up was to keep from canceling Spirit Week. I want that prize, but you ruined it. You and your stupid team. She stomps her foot. Egg salad splatters across the floor. This is not over. Not in the slightest. Spirit Week is continuing as planned. Do you hear me? But Principal Klein said... I don't care what he said. She jabs her finger into my chest. Spirit Week is still on. After what happened today, you owe me. I'm wearing egg salad, George. Egg salad! Before I can say anything, she adds, and we will destroy your team. Do you hear me? Her eyes lack even a hint of warmth or forgiveness or understanding. I see only dislike and distrust. But if that's how she wants to be, then I can be that way, too. I meet her glare with one of my own, but it's hard. I don't like glaring. Beat us in your dreams. She jabs me once more in the chest with her finger. Tomorrow's pajamas day. I'll get my team ready and you get yours, but Team Blue doesn't have a chance. But there isn't a pajamas day anymore. If I say there is a pajamas day, there is a pajamas day. Then Lily marches away from me, stomping down the hall. And I stand alone, watching her leave. I wonder why we were best friends in the first place. But I do know one thing. Team Blue will win pajamas day. Chapter 24. Lily. From the cafeteria window, I watch kids leaving school for the day, and I wish I was with them. I stare at a group of second graders racing one another, another group of first graders skipping and holding hands, and a large bunch of fourth graders laughing together as they cross the street to go home. None of these kids are fifth graders. Our entire grade is stuck serving detention quietly, which is so unfair because all Team Red did was get doused by egg salad. We should get free laundry, not detention. It's not like we put slime into our own lockers and dropped egg salad on ourselves. At least we get to serve our detention in the cafeteria while Team Blue is stuck in the hot, sock-stinking gym. But they deserve extra heat and extra smelliness. Fortunately, I wore regular clothes under my costume. A lot of us did, or brought clothes to change into later. Other kids had their parents drop off clean clothes, but a few kids, those who weren't directly under the blankets when they fell, sit on their chairs with a little egg yolk still smeared across their costumes. While most of us have changed our clothes, our anger hasn't changed at all. They got egg in my hair, says Sarah. My hair! She fluffs her curly hair, but it doesn't fluff like it usually does. Grace joins her frown, part of her hair is matted down as Sarah's. Everyone on Team Blue owes me a horseback ride, says Finn, pouting. He sits across from me at the lunch table, looking at Grace. I shake my head because I still can't believe that he thinks Grace owns a horse. We need to do something. Yes, we do, says Sarah. I try to think of something terrible, such as sticking lizards inside everyone's pants. I don't know how I would get lizards or how I can stuff them inside pants, and I don't even like touching lizards since they are wiggly, but I guess that's why pants-stuffing lizards seem so especially mean. My plan makes no sense. We could kidnap the entire grade, or throw paint on them, or force them to eat the egg cell they poured on us. All my plans make no sense. I think we should, Grace begins. 
Hush, said Mrs. Greeley. She stands in the middle of the room with her arms folded, looking cross. Detention means no talking. You are here to learn a lesson, and you will learn that lesson quietly. You will each write a one-page report on the meaning of good sportsmanship. After you are done, you can study or read, but no talking. I take out a piece of paper, and I write, Good sportsmanship means you'll probably have egg salad dropped on you. I push my paper aside. I'm done. But sitting in the cafeteria for 59 more minutes without talking will be almost impossible. I still sit for maybe a minute more. I sit still for maybe a minute more, and I'm already fidgeting and bouncing and bored out of my jeans. All I do is think evil thoughts about Team Blue, some involving giant apes and others involving dropping watermelons on them. I wanted to win. I wanted that prize. Team Blue ruined it all of it. I heard Ruby say that the special prize was a guest role on a TV show, which means I could have been discovered and that would be totally awesome sauce. But now all I get is detention and detention has no stars. I think about Pajamas Day and I, and how I told George we would all dress up anyway. That sounded good when I was yelling it in the hallway, but I wasn't really thinking straight. I haven't told any of my teammates what I said to George, but I hope they agree with my plan since it's too late to back out now, not after gloating we were to win. And I won't let George win, prize or no prize. Mrs. Greeley sits at the table and opens a magazine. I look down at my notebook and draw a flower. I should make a clay flower for my shelf at home. I don't have one of those yet, and a flower seems pretty easy to make, and Mom just bought a whole bunch of clay for me, and so I could make more frogs, but I have no team to make frogs for anymore. The clock ticks. I draw dogs and cats. I could make some dog and cat figurines, too. With all the clay at home, I could make 100 dogs and cats. The clock ticks a few million more times. Mrs. Greeley leans back on her chair. I draw more dogs and more flowers. I don't draw dogs or flowers very well, though. It's easier to make things out of clay. The clock ticks and talks. Mrs. Greeley's mouth falls open. I elbow Sarah and point to Mrs. Greeley. Her eyes are closed, and she might even be snoring just a little. Sarah and I exchange smiles, and so does Grace when she sees what we see. We whisper since we don't want to wake up the teacher. We need to do something to Team Blue, says Sarah. Grace nods. They made egg salad. Why don't we just make something more disgusting? I can have my mom make tuna casserole, says Finn, a bit too loudly. Nothing is worse than my mom's tuna casserole. Shh, I point my thumb at Mrs. Greeley. Our teacher moves her head and I stiffen, but then she's motionless once more. They'll be expecting food, I say, and I doubt your mom would make enough tuna casserole for us to dump on half our grade. Finn shrugs. Maybe not, but my mom loves making tuna casserole. I can train my cats to bite everyone on Team Blue. Cats are very smart, you know. Jessie pats her Marie Antoinette costume, which is mostly egg salad-free. I don't think we have time to start training a gang of biting cats, I say. And they won't allow pets at school anyway. We need to beat them at their own game, and I have an idea. Everyone around me leans in closer. We need to win Spirit Week. We started it. We're ending it as Spirit Week victors. That's how we get even. But Spirit Week is canceled, complains Finn, a bit too loudly. We all put our fingers to our lips. Shh! Mrs. Greeley moves slightly. Her mouth opens a bit wider. A speck of drool falls from her lips and onto the table, which is gross, but she continues to breathe steadily, sleeping. The group leans in even closer. It's not canceled unless we say it's canceled, I say. Tomorrow is pajama day, whether Principal Klein says so or not. Will Team Blue dress up too, asked Sarah. It's all been arranged. Tell everyone, pajama's day is tomorrow and we will win. Everyone nods, then the doors to the cafeteria bang open. We turn and stare at Aisha, who hurries into the room. I hadn't noticed her missing. Her lips tremble. Elvis, she shrieks. Keep your voice down, Sarah orders in an urgent whisper. Somehow, Mrs. Greeley doesn't awaken. She still breathes soundly as I turn back to Aisha. What's going on with your with our class turtle? I went to feed him, she said, but, but he's missing, she stammers. How could he be missing, I ask. 
Alvis doesn't do very much. You could watch him in a terrarium for hours, and he won't move more than an inch. Still, he's our class pet, and class pets are important. I even fed him once, and I think he smiled at me. I don't know what happened, said Aisha, her lips quivering. Maybe he escaped? He could have dashed out of his home when no one was looking or something, she sniffs. He's probably really scared, too. Her voice trembles with worry. That turtle is way too slow to escape, says Sarah. He isn't some magic disappearing turtle. I don't like turtles, says Grace. Sarah nods in agreement. Elvis is really sweet and would never hurt anyone, says Aisha, frowning. Her eyes water up. He's the nicest turtle I know, I say. Of course, he's the only turtle I know. And our class pet, the team red pet. He's important. There's only one thing that could have happened. Sarah and Grace and Finn and I all say the same thing at the exact same time. Team Blue. I knew Team Blue would stop at nothing, but I never imagined they could sink as low as swiping Elvis. I think of George. He's good at organizing stuff, and he probably organized stealing our turtle. Organized crime. That's what this is. But Elvis would never hurt anyone. Why steal him? asks Aisha, wiping her nose and sniffling. Because everyone on Team Blue is mean and horrible, says Sarah. And stinky and vicious, agrees Grace. We have to hurt them where it hurts the most, whispers Sarah. Our entire table, about a dozen kids, has gathered around us to listen. Meanwhile, Mrs. Greeley snores away. We need to fight fire with fire. We win Spirit Week, I insist, and Pajamas Day. Sarah shakes her head. We'll do that. Sure. But they snatch our pet? We'll snatch theirs, too. You mean soda? asks Grace. The guinea pig? Actually, she's a hamster, says Aisha. We'll do a class pet hostage exchange. Everyone seems to like the plan because we all nod our heads and smile, even Sarah and Grace, and they hardly ever smile, although their smiles look more evil than happy. We need a small team, I say, a super spy team to nab it. I look around my group and find the sneakiest people to go. Sarah, Grace, and me. We'll go. I glance at our teacher. She is breathing heavy and her eyelids twitch as if she's in some deep slumber. We should leave now before Mrs. Greeley wakes up. If she discovers us gone, we'll all be in even bigger trouble than we already are. I'm going too, insists Aisha, her face a firm wall of determination. She still wears her Jackie Joyner cursed track outfit, so she looks fast. If we find Elvis, he'll be scared if I'm not there. He's a turtle, says Sarah, rolling her eyes. He has a brain the size of a grain of rice. You can come, I say. Grace and Sarah throw me a dirty look, but Aisha's good with animals, and she could be helpful. I grab my backpack and sling it over my shoulder. We can keep soda in here. She just better not poop. I don't know how big hamster poop is, but I don't want it in my backpack. We slowly creep toward the door. We only take about five steps, and I know we're supposed to be quiet, but sometimes I can't help but bounce when I'm excited, and I bump into a table. The legs screech, and someone's book falls over. We freeze. Mrs. Greeley fidgets. Her mouth closes, and we stay motionless, not daring to move a muscle. But then her sleepy breathing begins again. We wait a few seconds, and when our teacher remains motionless, we continue sneaking out. A few moments later, after no more table bumps, we're in the hallway and ready to steal a hamster.